Alabama, Texas, game time is here. I've only got two things to say, and they go just like that. You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, I don't think the – 15-yard penalty right out of the gate. (laughs) Luke gave the the horns down to start the show, 15-yard penalty. I was going to say, I don't think Locked On Network can find me, (laughs) but we'll find out um, on today's episode of Luke Test the Boundaries. Um, So, anyway, Jimmy – Game time. It's here. We're going to talk a lot. We're going to make some predictions on uh, player uh, accomplishments or lack thereof. We're going to obviously give predictions on the score. This episode is brought to you by Game Time. We will certainly be talking about Game Time. Some of y'all may want to use Game Time to get some Bama, Texas tickets. I rolled up on a couple of tickets very luckily for free from a buddy of mine. I will always appreciate it. And um, so very excited about that. But not everybody's going to be so lucky, so go check out Game Time. I'll tell you all about Game Time here very shortly. But, Jimmy, you have been in Tuscaloosa, as you live there now, I guess permanently, right? I mean, well, I mean I'm calling it uh, temporarily permanently. Okay, that's. I was going to say, Tempor- I mean, wherever temporarily we live, it's technically <laughs> I don't live anywhere else. It's, technically, <laughs> it's the only place uh, I live. Temporary. It's the only place I live for right now. There's only one place you live mostly permanently, and that's <laughs> when you go six feet under. So, um <laughs> Anywho, let's try and hope that we put Texas six feet under this weekend. But you were talking to me on a text earlier today about the vibes oh, yeah. surrounding campus right now. It's and crazy. I think a lot of our listeners will be fired up to hear about that. So why don't you just go into it? Yeah, I mean, I'm here all the time. So, so you know what I'm saying is not, not an exaggeration. It's just a, a feel. And uh, last night, which was Wednesday night, uh, we're recording this on Thursday morning. Wednesday night as we uh, did run some some errands around town. It was definitely a Thursday feel. And by that, I just mean I'm really referring to traffic more than anything else. Uh, but but there is a vibe around campus. You could just tell sometimes on Thursdays, two days before a game, you know what game's coming. You just know it. There's, it's just a, a different feel to things. And, and it starts with traffic. But Wednesday night felt like Thursday night. And I'm on campus. So the kids, you know, they go out uh, on Thursday nights, you know, they go out. Last night, there was some of that. It not, I would just say it's not typical of a Wednesday night. It, it was a lot more like Thursday. And this morning is when it really ramped up. Thursday morning, did my normal early uh, walk uh, around the whole campus. I do, uh, you know, in, in early in the morning. And the game day stage is going up on the northeast portion of the quad. So they got that roped off. They've already done a tremendous amount of work kind of restricts traffic track. So the, the roads are closed over there. Uh, SEC Nation is going up. The roads are closed there. Uh, the roads are closed around the stadium because uh, all the production trucks are there. Told Luke that last week SEC Network had two production trucks for the game. There are six production trucks there already this morning from uh, ESPN showing the magnitude of, of, uh, of the production. Six trucks, lots of activity around the stadium. And because of the increased traffic, because roads are closed, and there's also areas now students can't walk. It's just a normal class day for students, but now there's areas they can't walk on campus. So they're kind of being funneled 
everything just looks a lot more crowded and, and, and it feels like Friday. I mean, that's what Friday looks like the day before a game and it's Thursday. So that's kind of the best way to describe what's going on here. It, it There is a huge game feel to what is obviously a huge game. And it definitely is a huge game. It's a monster. Look, if it weren't for Colorado's surprise last weekend, this would be the only show in town. I mean, Colorado, Nebraska, it's kind of must-watch TV, too. I have no problem throwing them uh, their props because Dion has made them must-see TV. I totally get that. But this is really the game. I mean, there's some other nice games out there. Oregon, Texas Tech is kind of silly good. Um, it's kind of weird good. But, right. uh, you know, this is really – the game. A Notre Dame NC State is not a bad let me, game. Let me also throw in about campus just for people that are coming to the game that don't keep up with this sort of stuff that should know because it's important if you're coming. But uh, country music group Dan and Shay, which is a, a very uh, huge n- national global act, they're going to perform on the quad Saturday morning as part of game day. So uh, if you're a Dan and Shay fan, you can go watch Dan and Shay play for free. That's normally, I'm sure, well over a hundred bucks, but you can go. Uh, see Dan and Shay on the quad and Saturday afternoon right outside the stadium near the Tusk statue you've got a Taylor Hicks show he's going to play at four o'clock they're going to have a DJ that starts at two o'clock the gymnastics team is there signing autographs at 2 30 followed followed by basketball players Mark Sears Nick Pringle uh Jaron Stevenson from the basketball team they're going to be signing across the way from Dante Hightower who's signing the T-Mobile tent so uh, that th- these are just not normal game day stuff in Tuscaloosa. This is this is a big one. And, and by the way, so some people know if you ever listen to this podcast, I'm buddies with Taylor Hicks, super super guy, um, big bammer. I know that a lot of people uh, think yeah, he, he did go to Auburn. Auburn. He did go to Auburn, but he, he's not he's an Alabama fan. But he, he's not going to hate on Auburn. Uh, certainly, I mean, you know, he's not crazy. He's a smart dude. Um, <laughs> But uh, he's a good dude. He's a, he really is. He's a good person. And um, he, I was with him the other night at a friend's house, and it was just kind of random. But another guy came that happened to be on the uh, 90 – I think it was 94 or 96. I think it was 96 Mississippi State Final Four team. And he invited Chris Jans, the current Mississippi State coach, over. And he came over with his wife, and they couldn't have been any dead gum nicer. I know that's apropos of nothing, but it was just kind of, you know, I'm like, wow. it sounds like I was at a – You were at a party with Chris Jans and Taylor Hicks and, and Bart? Yeah, well, Bart Bart Heich, it Bart wasn't my guy that was there. It was a, a friend of Bart's, oh. obviously. He was on the same team. Um, but ah, uh, it's, it's another friend assumed. of mine. And um, so Bart wasn't there, but it's just, it, I felt like, okay, when's the Pope coming? Because, I mean, is Luke Robinson <laughs> walks into a house with Taylor Hicks, Chris Jans, and the Pope, you know? Um, anyway, it was just great. And Chris Jans. When Chris Jans great. from Mississippi State walked in the room, did he say, are you Luke Robinson from Lockdown, Bama? He, he did. He <laughs> of did. Um, only because I made him say it so I could record it for a promo later. Um, but anyway, uh, it was it was kind of interesting because uh, we don't know when Alabama's playing Mississippi State. They already know when Mississippi State is, uh-huh. is playing Alabama. And he was like, I can't tell you. He said, but – and he sort of just flashed his phone at me. and was like, yeah, that's the schedule. And I was like, man, I need to write some of this down. He's like, that's exactly why I'm not – I'm doing I'm only flashing. But anyway, um, so – I want to ask you about a few injury things really quickly because yep. we only have about another minute in this segment. But uh, Devontae Smith and Jalen Key, uh, what are the 
prospects. Uh, Smith, I'm assuming, is out for a while. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think Smitty will be back for a while. I, I don't. I don't know when don't, he don't is call, supposed let's to return. Let's not call him that. Let's not call him that. Smitty. <laughs> it's not fair. Nick calls every player named Smith Smitty. It's, I understand, <laughs> but it's not fair to him. He called he? Andre Smith Smitty too. <laughs> but okay, he can be a Smitty. Andre Smith was an All American. <laughs> yeah. You have to rise to a certain level. You have to rise to a certain level. You you you're just Smith. You get to be Smitty when you have smitten some people. He is. Not I believe Smitty number anymore. eight. I believe number eight. His first name is Devonte, and he's from Cincinnati, and he's a cousin of Sean Alexander. That guy. Ooh. Oh wait a minute. I, I think he's he's out for a while. He's out. He's for a while. I, I, I don't think he's going to be back for for a while. But I, I don't know any details. I just think he's out for a while. Uh, fairly significant uh, with him. Key, we do. Key and Malachi Moore have practiced. Now, people are reading too deeply into that. I don't think because Key and Malachi have practiced, that means they're definitely playing. I think there is every reason for us to be optimistic that both are playing. Uh, I'm more optimistic on Malachi based on his family social media posts. Uh, uh, but that's just something I'm choosing to be optimistic about. But uh, key, I'm less optimistic. But he's practicing, so let's 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 hope they're both out there. That's good news, and uh, we're going to get into some predictions for the game next. But right now, I want to tell everybody about LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be a hundred percent certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team and helps you find them faster and for free. That's crucial. All you got to do is go to LinkedIn Jobs, add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you are indeed hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and who you'd like to ultimately hire. It's why small businesses rank LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus their leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to and helps you find them faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college. Post your job for free. Terms and conditions may, and I'm assuming they will apply. Jimmy, I'm doing a crossover later on. Chris Gordy of Locked on SEC is going to be the host. They were going to have the Locked on Longhorns uh, fell on with us and and myself and that will be awesome. the episode for tomorrow so looking forward to that i assume there will be some uh, uh modicum of, of trash talk um even though that's not really my that's not my style i like to talk the trash after we've already won i've, I've always felt like that serves me better so <clears throat> that's what I'm i like texas's about. program i mean i do uh, i like I, I appreciate and respect their history I think they're a cool program. I like the colors. I like Bevo. Uh, I've liked several Texas players a ton as a football fan. Uh, I like some they have now. I mean, that they have big-time talent on, on that team, and uh, I like I like Texas. I'm now, believe it or not, even though we've known this forever now, I, I'm starting to get excited about Texas in particular being in the SEC just because I think – their traditions are cool. Uh, and, and, uh, I enjoyed, uh, Austin, uh, for the football, especially. And, um, uh, yeah. And I like Sark. I mean, I, I don't care. I mean, I know he's the other team. i I like Sark. Uh, he did a hell of a job at Alabama. Uh, we'll always appreciate him for what he did for Alabama. And, uh, he recruited Bryce here. Bryce ain't here. Now people forget that, but, but 
It's a hundred percent fact. Bryce wasn't here if not for Sark. And you know, Bryce's kid played with Sark's kid in California. A lot of people don't know that, but that was our in. Bryce was teammates with with one of Sark's kids that played for Modern Day in in L.A. And uh, you know, we owe. Uh, so I, I like Sark, and heck, I like Arch. I like you know Quinn Ewers is a really talented kid. Xavier Worthy, wow. I mean, wow. If you like football, you like watching Xavier Worthy play. Um, welcome right. to Locked On Jimmy locked Kisses on, Everybody's on. Butt. <laughs> uh, anyway, Jimmy. I was just giving you – I was just I was just prepping you for your uh, crossover episode. All right, let's talk some uh, predictions here. Uh, sure. Just a few questions that I'll throw up before we get to the score. Will Jalen Milrow account for – I'm going to put the over-under on touchdowns. He accounts for it four and a half. Over <laughs> Wow, boy, he had a real effect on you last week, didn't he? He did. I'm, I'm smitten. I'm smitten. I'll, I'll, I'll go. I'll go under, just because I think it's going to be a, not a low scoring game, but similar to last year. I, I think there'll be three, which is does still Alabama, a lot. Does Alabama have more rushing touchdowns or receiving touchdowns in this game? Rushing. Okay. Rushing. Uh, and I think. I think part of it is just going to be emphasis. I think there will be more of an emphasis on the run than people realize. I think I think the game plan is let's run the ball. Let's run to Milrow. Right. We didn't see a lot of that last week. I know we rushed for 48 yards. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait like, a minute. We didn't see a lot of it. You're, you're right and you're wrong. We didn't see a lot of it, but he was our leading rusher. True exactly. or false. True or false, he's our leading rusher again. Exactly, but the biggest play he made with his legs the whole game was the bad snap, true. which was which was I think going to be a throw, it was not <laughs> and, it, and it wasn't even going to be. And uh, a couple of his designed runs, or, or when he ran the ball, those were RPOs. He made a, a, the correct read on the play. By the way, I think he batted a thousand on his running RPOs in terms of whether to give or keep. Uh, he kept it a couple times, but that's because the defensive end had crashed down, and he's supposed to. To keep it, uh, I think more designed runs, and it'll be a bigger part of the game plan as opposed to yeah. Sometimes it's not you know, hey, you call a pass play, he goes back to throw, his guy's not there, he pulls it down, he runs. That's not a design run, but I think he's going to be heavily encouraged to do so Saturday. I, I think it's a big Milrow with his legs game, which makes the running backs more productive as right. Texas expends a lot of energy on stopping Jalen in the run game. All right, one word answer. True or false? Jalen Milrose leading rusher again. True. Ooh, okay, that's interesting. Um, Hundred plus. Last last week it was Jalen Milrow at forty eight yards, and then like right. a bunch of like four of the running backs grouped up all around the same, you know, kind of in the same numbers. Um, I'll go. Uh, I'll go. Uh, Jalen with a uh, hundred and ten, and uh, Jace with around eighty. All right, because I always let you go first. I'm going to go first. When I make my prediction, and I don't know that I always let you go first. I wanted to sound benevolent, um, but uh, you know what I've been thinking about, Jimmy. I've heard, and I've seen. You've probably seen this on Twitter. There was some uh, expert. I'm using air quotes if you're not watching on YouTube. That uh, did something saying if you take away Jalen Milrow's first option, then he becomes rather pedestrian. And my first thought on that. Now, Jimmy, if I'm if I'm wrong, then correct me when you give your prediction. I was like, how do you know what his first option is? I mean, it's not like he points to him and goes, I'm going here first and see what y'all can do about it. They now, wear it on their helmets now by rule. 
<laughs> I just thought that was very bizarre. Everybody always says that. And why has nobody ever said, well, how do you know what his first option is? How do you know his first option in the wheel route? How do you know his first option in the screenplay? How do you know his first option in the slant or the, or the deep out or uh, a, a deep post? How, how do you know what it is? You don't know what it is. Now, you might say, I'm going to try and take away his best receiver first. Aha, uh-huh, I see another problem. There's a reason he's the best receiver usually. people. You don't think people tried to take away Amari Cooper or Devontae Smith all the time? And guess what? They couldn't do it because they're awesome. Now, I don't think we got one of those dudes this time. I just want to throw that out there before I give you my prediction, which is Alabama 38, Texas 27. I think Texas scores late to make it a little closer. Um, I just – look, they are very – Bryant Denny, Nick Saban at Bryant Denny is, I believe – 102 and eight. I believe yeah, that's correct. I think that's right. I heard it this week. I don't, I don't know that that's true, but that's the number I heard this week. Okay. Grant, he's only lost to uh, one non con team, and that's Louisiana Monroe at 05, 07. Um, now, we haven't played Murderer's Row when it comes to that. I understand. However, and it, what it tells you is a couple of things. We, we have played some big games there. We played Mississippi State was ranked number one. We played uh, a bunch of teams that have been ranked number one, number two, number three, whatever. We usually beat them. Now, Bryant Denny is intimidating even when our fans sit on their hands, which they do that pretty routinely. Let's be fair. We're not the most uh, regularly intimidating group of fans. But when we got our act together and we're ready to rock, we're as loud as anybody. 05 Florida, we had Mike Shula as a coach. I was there. It was hot. It it was, we were, thir- they measured, they didn't even measure the temperature. They said Tuscaloosa is officially 58 feet from the sun today for some reason. It was so hot. And Tim Tebow was there because he sat just a little bit in front of me. It When Tyrone Prothrow caught that first touchdown, that may be the loudest I've ever heard. It, it um, When Charlie Pepper returned, an interception against Georgia in 02, I think it was. That may have been one of the loudest I've ever heard. Um, there have been some incredible moments in Bryant-Denny when we don't even have great teams necessarily. So I think this is going to be one of those moments. That's why I got so fired up when you told me today about the atmosphere around town. I'm going 38-27. Bama, I think Milrow has another – really good game. I don't think he like has the best game he's ever had, but I think he accounts for four touchdowns. And I think Alabama wins 38-27. What about you? I, I hope you're right. I mean, I, I hope you're right because I would breathe a lot easier. Uh, I think also Milrow has a big game with his legs. Uh, I, I think this is going to be a Milrow heavy run game plan. And I think largely it's going to work, but it's going to be tight. Uh, Texas, uh, it's going to be Alabama moving the ball on the ground Stops and starts. It won't be dominant. It'll be just good enough. Texas with big plays stays in the game. Alabama in a classic 27-24 with the difference in the game being a Rikard kick. Now, is that kick going to come late? Is it going to come early? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I I just think Will Rikard will be two of two, and there'll be two big field goals, and the uh, the Auburn kid at Texas, he'll make one, too. And uh, 27-24 in a uh, in a classic one on Sunday. ESPN shows the classic game of the day from the day before. It'll be the Alabama Texas game. Isn't that so awesome? I mean, there's so look. Milrow was committed to Texas, 
And some Texas fan, I think Barstool Texas, was like, your, your quarterback wanted to be at Texas. No, he obviously didn't because he actually decommitted from Texas. And they showed him in a Texas jersey or something. Yeah. And I was like, then he went to Alabama. Of course, Sarkeesian was at Alabama, did really well. Now he's at Texas. Uh, Texas has a kicker named Auburn. Their, their quarterback went to Ohio State. I know, I know. And that's everybody. <laughs> it was a bad It was a bad trash talk. Again, that's why I don't like to trash talk early, because I'm afraid I might do something really stupid like that. But there's pictures of Arch wearing Alabama stuff too. I, I know. I mean, I know. It, we it, and he was busted, uh, but he didn't really yeah, own it. Right. Anyway, I need to tell everybody about game time now. Look, I told you earlier today, I got very fortunate. I have a friend who has a lot of tickets. I called him up and uh he was like, Yeah, I got two tickets for you. You know, they're they're great. And I I'm like, awesome, love you. But not everybody's got that friend. And in fact, I don't have that friend every time. And buying tickets should not be stressful. Um, I, I, I think buying tickets should be fun, should be easy. Game time believes that as well. This is a, a hugely popular app. It's one of the fastest growing apps out there. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason, for real. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps, and there you go. Ready to rock. Get into the Bama-Texas game right there at Bright Ninny, and you already know what your seat's going to look like. Tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your email or any of that junk. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price. Guaranteed. All right, Jimmy, we'll look around uh, the SEC just for a minute. Um, Auburn and Cal is going to be on when hopefully after we're celebrating our win and we're on our way back to Birmingham, I'm riding in a big bus full of people. And I hope by the time I get home, it's about halftime of Auburn and Cal and I'm moderately sober and I'm able to watch some of that. Uh, Cal has been talking a lot of trash, which is weird to me. I don't get that. Um I don't recommend it. I think it's kind of silly, but if you're Cal, uh, but I mean, unless you're, I mean, yeah, if you're going to have a, uh, you know, let's design a, a way to uh, desalinate the oceans. Okay. Cal talk all the trash you want to. If you're going to talk about football and don't talk trash uh, let's, against the SEC. Now, that being said, I'm rooting for Cal. I don't think Cal's going to win. I think Auburn will win. I think they're better. Um, but let's, what do you think about that one? I think Cal's going to win. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, I think Cal's going to win two things or three things even. Uh, Auburn uh, doesn't have a great SEC roster. They don't have a good Auburn roster. And, look, I'm I'm complimentary of Hugh Freeze as a coach. Uh, I I think he does a really good job coaching what he's got. This is a Power 5 game on the road. Cal impressed me with their win. I know it was North Texas, but a lot of people had North Texas winning that game. And, and, and Cal scored a lot of points. Uh, I like Cal at home to beat Auburn. Uh, I, and, and, you know, I'm not even – typically I'm sort of, you know, anti-Auburn. Typically, this might be a game I kind of want the SEC to win because the Pac-12 is 13-0 and and the SEC got off to that bad start. I wouldn't mind for the sake of the league Auburn winning this game, frankly. I, I just think I just think Cal might just be too good for, for Auburn to, to beat on the road. Texas A&M, Miami, you want to talk about a game that seem, feels like not so much must win as in must not lose for both teams. Both teams. 
Both teams agreed. Uh, A&M impressed the heck on me last week. I, I think it'll be a big story all year. Now, look, people can say, Jimmy, you do this with A&M every year. I know I do. I know I do. I'm, I'm guilty. <laughs> but here I am again telling you guys, A&M's really good. And uh, I think A&M is way too – I think A&M is a playoff-type team, and Miami is just not quite ready for prime time. I think A&M by two touchdowns, and Bobby Petrino is going to get a ton of credit for – what's happening at A&M offensively, but it's not Petrino. It's Connor Wigman. They, they have a really good quarterback who's now, by the way, in five starts, uh, I think 14 touchdowns and no interceptions. And he's as young as he is. That's wow. crazy good. All right. And then finally, I mean, we could go through some of these other bunk games, but week two without Bama, uh, Texas, and, and I guess Colorado and Nebraska, but that game's so funky. Don't even worry about that. Let's talk SEC. Mississippi two lanes kind of fun. That what do you fun. think about that? <clears throat> I like Ole Miss in this game. Uh, I do think it could be kind of close. I think Tulane will score. The anti-Pete Golding Brigade will have a good time with this one because I think Tulane will score. But, heck, they score against – everybody scored against Southern Cal. They, they, they just score, and Ole Miss doesn't have a lot of dudes. So it could be high scoring, but I, I, I don't think Tulane's going to force too many punts here. Uh, Ole Miss offense uh, clicking. Maybe the most underrated player in the league right now is Jackson Dart. Uh, I like Ole Miss to, to win this game and impressively because Tulane's a good team. All right, everybody, that's going to do it until post-Texas. So we will talk to you guys then, at least as a couple. Uh, there's got to be a better way to say that. Um, and <laughs> I do, <laughs> I do want to thank everybody who signed up for our subtext group. Uh, we have had some people sign up. We appreciate you so much. There will be a way to sign up in the uh, comments below, in the notes below, whatever you call it, the paragraph below this. So go check it out. Um, we would appreciate that. A lot of fun. It's a two-week trial and then $4.99 a month. And you'll get texts from me and Jimmy, mostly Jimmy, but you will get texts from me and Jimmy. My text may be like just random stuff. Hey, can you pick me up some groceries? Jimmy's text will be mostly Alabama football. I'm teasing. They'll both be Alabama football stuff. So until next time. I need groceries too. Until next time, roll tight, everybody. Roll tight.